So the, the, sometimes inspiration, I do my best. We, we try to do a month or a couple months out ahead with intentions for Sundays. But then I'll be talking to one of you and you'll say something. I'm like, oh, okay, I got to change the title. You know, I got to change what I'm doing. Because it, sometimes it helps me in conversation you, with you. It helps me to recognize some place that maybe a hole I've allowed that I haven't addressed enough of within, you know, within a Sunday, Sunday lessons. And so Bill and I were chatting the other day and we were talking about prosperity or there the lack of. And he was telling me about a line in a book that he's reading, oh, E squared, and that in... In the book, you all know about E squared? Really fun read, right? So um, in the line, in the book, it says that not enough is a lie. Now that's not a new idea. However, I'm not so sure that we we have gotten that yet, that it's a lie. So I want to ask you a question. Do you, well, one prior question. Are you demonstrating? Now, when I say demonstrating, uh, has a relationship healed? Has more money come? Has the job come? Has, have opportunities show themselves? Do you feel better now than you felt, say, six months ago? Are you demonstrating? Are you demonstrating to the height of your satisfaction? no, no, no. Suddenly we're talking in tongues. (laughs) Okay. Do you believe that it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom? Yes. (laughs) If you did, if you believe that, if you believed it from the top of your hairy little head or your bald heads (laughs) to the bottom of your feet, there'd be no question. If you believed it in every single cell of your body temple, your experience in form would be equal to that belief. Anywhere that we are not demonstrating, whatever it is, there is a belief in lack and separation. Here's the problem. You bought into the teaching that there's less. Everything outside. There are so many, so many lessons, so many pointers that says there's not enough, that there's not enough to go around, that there's lack, that uh, only, you know, only good people, and who decides who those good people are, get their due. You have, and I have been conditioned and conditioned and conditioned into a belief in limitation. To not believe in, to, to not believe in lack and limitation, you have to undo. Some of us, y'all younger ones, don't you buy into this stuff. Don't you buy into it, any of you. But those of us who are around longer... We have to undo years of conditioning. Years. We've been duped. Now, not on purpose. Not on purpose. I don't believe it's on purpose. Maybe for some it is, but I don't believe it's on purpose. The society really believes there's not enough. And and we are set up to fail. I, I even think about, like, the welfare system. You know... People are set up 
to fail. Even with the Sandy victims, people who are still not in their home, and all the confusion about, you know, if you had insurance, then the government couldn't give you what you wanted to give you, but the insurance was not near enough to replace your homes. So there are people that are still not in their homes. You know, and if, if you're working hard and making enough money, you know, you might have enough money to barely get along, but you, you don't have quite enough in today's society to do what you need to do, and we're believing it. But here's the thing. I wish my, my mug was here with that great Emerson quote on it. We must, this is basic, change our minds and keep them changed. And that's what we're not doing. You gotta, you gotta change and not look back. That is the idea of repenting. We have to look away from, get thee behind me, Satan. Some of you, in, I'm sure that might be putting hairs up on your head, <laughs> on the back of your neck, you know? But that's what that is. We have to recognize the things that are limiting us and we literally have to turn away from and stay in the direction of what we want. Why? Because when we are having an experience of abundance and generosity, we do better work in the world. Our works is better in the world when we're feeling full. So part of this conversation all got, also got started out of a, another conversation I was having with another member when uh, we were just chatting about, you know, life and money and whatever. And I realized I haven't been objectifying myself enough to look in and realize I have been living faithfully for years. I live beyond my dollar signs. I don't mean live beyond my means. That's a different thing. I'm not saying ring up your, your credit cards. To the contrary, I'm saying don't do that. You know, if you have money, you pay for it. If you don't have money, don't buy it. Okay, let's stop giving everyone else our income and then believing that it's their fault, okay? The banks might have made the mistake and they might have made certain credit too available to us too quickly. Yeah, maybe they did that, but... You know, one time, shame on them. Two times, shame on... All right. So, you know enough. We know enough. We've matured as a culture. So, cut up your credit cards. Except for your debit cards, because you can only suck it out, whatever's there anyway. There is always more than you can imagine. There's always more than you and I can imagine. And, and yet we, we, so this is the way it works. And this is, this, well, this is why I believe the way it works. <laughs> this is my science of mind head, okay? You first go deep, you expand consciousness, the volume of consciousness grows, and from the overflow you act. Do not make the mistake in trying to manipulate the outside like a chessboard. Don't be in there trying to move these different pieces. Well, if I get another job and another job and another job and another job, and then you're so tired at the end of the day, you can't even find joy. Because if you're without joy, you're poor anyway. You know? You got to have joy. So 
But you gotta, you gotta dig, 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 deep, deep, deep. Meditate, meditate, pray, 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 pray your asses off. Seriously. Yes, you can tweet that. And then when that begins to well up inside of you, you will know what to do. You will know how to do it. You will know the actions to take. But if you are tempted to act before you've expanded the consciousness, you're just going to be busy running around. You understand? Keep joy in the formula. If you do not know about As a Man Thinketh, from James Allen, I heard that. Reverend Stephen says his favorite book. So I don't know when he wrote it, but he was back in the early 1900s. He died in 1912. So we're talking a long time ago. The physically weak man can make himself strong by careful and patient training. So the man of weak thoughts can make them strong by exercising himself in right thinking. To put away aimlessly and to put away aimlessly and weakness and to begin to think with purpose is to enter the ranks of those strong ones who only recognize failure as one of the pathways to, to attainment. So when something doesn't work, quite work out right, we don't call it bad and wrong. We say, oops, not that direction. Okay? We still label it in some way good because everything we bless as good opens it up. It flowers like a, you know, like a fruit. And, and, and all of a sudden, then we get, the, we get the, the, the fruit of that. But if we call it bad, it will wither and die, and we won't learn from that lesson. Okay, wait. Thoughts of doubt and fear never accomplished anything, and they never can. Thoughts of doubt and fear never accomplished anything, and they never can. Purpose, energy, power to do, and all strong thoughts cease when fear creeps in. He, she, who has conquered doubt and fear has conquered failure. You get that? You cannot sit home on your meditation pillow and meditate your way to the life you want because I don't think the life you want is on the meditation pillow. The meditation pillow is the foundation. That is the, that is the launch pad. That is the beginning. But we begin there because it's consciousness first, Consciousness always. Say that with me. Consciousness first. Consciousness always. Treatment first. Demonstration always. Treatment first. Demonstration always. Let's do both of those again. Consciousness first. Consciousness always. Treatment first. Demonstration always. Treatment always demonstrates. You say, no, no, it didn't quite demonstrate. I demonstrated for a brand new job. And I, you know, I really treated and I really, I really, you know, I, I went to a practitioner and I treated. 
Now, if you left that treatment request in the hands of that practitioner, something will move. But if you turn from that, from that room and from that opportunity with that practitioner, you turned away, you go, oh God, I really hope this works. <laughs> you just nullified what the work you just did. Consistent faith, consistent action is what's required. Consistent faith, consistent action. Fearlessly, without doubt. And you're not doing this just just because money should be the perk. Money is the perk. Do it because it's joyful. Do it because to be fully expressed and to allow presence to express through you is to be expanded in your joy. You understand that? Let let the demonstrations be the after, the after effect. I still love him. Wallace Waddles, The Science of Getting Rich. I just love him. You don't read him because you want a lot of stories. I mean, look how big this book is. And so you could read through and go, yeah, yeah, okay. Every time you read a book that we recommend right around here and you think, ah, it's not all that, you've read it too fast. That's the truth. I never recommend a book to you that I, that I don't believe in heart and soul. I don't do that. This has been on my bookshelf and I read it and I reread it and then it goes away and then I bring it back out. Read it slowly. Digest it slowly. There are truths in here, and there are truths in this tiny little book. Look at this, right? There's enough here to support you in your fullest expression for a lifetime. Wallace Waddle says, the desire for riches, I love this, is simply the capacity for larger life-seeking fulfillment. Every desire is the effort of an unexpressed possibility to come into action. It is power seeking to manifest, which causes desire. You get that? You think it was your idea. You think that new home, that new job, that new possibility, you're thinking it was you within your individual self. You thought it was you. That was the mistake. It is power. So let's replace power with life, with God, with energy, with love. It is God seeking to manifest that causes the desire in you because its its nature is to create. Its nature is to constantly expand itself. How does it expand itself? Through you. So are you on board with it or not? Yes or no? So when you say yes and you say, I accept my good and my greater good and I allow my good and my greater good and I open to my good and my greater good, you don't have to know from where it comes. You don't have to really know that, but you do. You must. You are required to allow it. You are required to allow it. Didn't even get through the whole paragraph. I was so excited about that. It is, um, that which makes you want more money is the same as that which makes the plant grow. It is life seeking fuller expression. Life seeking fuller expression. 
The one living substance must be subject to the inherent law of all life. It is permeated with the desire to live more. That is why it is under the necessity of creating things. The one substance desires to live more in you. Hence, it wants you to have all the things you want. It wants you to have the life you want. It, it might not show up always in the end dollar signs. It might not be the exact numbers. But if you are in action and you're on the journey and the journey's filled with joy and, and friends and love and you're loving yourself more now than you did a year ago or a month ago, a day ago, that increase itself is prosperity. Do you understand? Our sense of prosperity is going to exchange. I went to a wedding yesterday. You know, you ever sit around a bunch of, around a bunch of people that are so wealthy they don't even know that they're wealthy? It was, it was a really incredible thing. I realized they don't even know. They don't know anything than what they know. But you could feel the electric of their worthiness, their sense of worthiness in the air. Beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. And, I, and it's so funny, there I was, my meek little self. They asked me what I do. And then they talked to me. It was fascinating. <laughs> it, was, it was, I just, at one point I had like an audience. I looked around and I said, I don't have to do this. They said, oh no, we're asking. I'm like, all right, if you're asking, I'm telling. The one substance desires to be more in you, hence it wants to have all the things you can use. It is the desire of God that you should get rich. The desire of God. Now, doesn't that kind of, if you have old Christianity in your head, you might go, I don't know about that. It is the desire of God. It is the desire of good that you have more. That's the fact. It wants you to get rich because it can express itself better through you if you have plenty of things to use in giving its expression. It's about being the glorification of God. Did you just download something during my talk, Bill? What? Oh. Oh. I'm like... What was that? But I see him with the, the phone in his hand. That was funny. You're tweeting. Good, tweet away. See, thank you, Tracy. The universe desires to have everything, desires that you have everything you want. Nature is friendly to your plans. So actually, I want you to repeat after me. Nature is friendly to my plans. Nature. Everything is natural for me. I make up my mind that this is true. Yes. It is essential, however, that your purpose should harmonize with the purpose that is in all. So joy, joy, love, peace must be part of the formula if you are missing that, if on your way to being fully expressed, so you can, ah, you're in angst, you're suffering, 
You're sweating at the end of the day. You're cranky and miserable and rotten to be around. You're after the wrong thing. Because God wanting itself to express in through you will show up as joy. At the end of the day, you won't feel worn out. You'll feel fulfilled. You won't be crotchety. You'll be inspired. And you'll want to share from that inspiration. So how do you know if you are actualizing the right vibration? How do you know? It's in your body temple. Let your body tell you how you are doing. Am I in harmony with what spirit wants through me? Now, I can't leave this. And Seth, I know it's your first time doing the recording. I'm going over time. This happens sometimes. <laughs> Inspiration. This is from Emma. God, I love Emma. Emma Curtis Hopkins. If you haven't studied her, you need to study her. Inspiration is the true breath of God. The God within and the God without are united by breathing. But the external breath of air into the lungs is only a symbol, a hint of the true breath, which is called by the Asians chi or prana. Last week, last Monday night, we had a beautiful class. Well, I thought it was a beautiful class. I was teaching it, but I still thought it was a beautiful <laughs> class. And we started with a ritual. And our, in the ritual, we had, um, you know, flash paper. We've all used flash paper around here, which is always fun and very, you know, glitzy. Sometimes I don't always care for that. Um, well, now I found a new way. We have found dissolving paper. And dissolving paper just disappears in water. So it's a very gentle and sweet way to have a ritual. So we sat around a circle and we surrendered to God what was God's. We surrendered things like our struggle, our needs, all of those things. And we did this practice of surrender. And then we did simultaneous prayer, the whole group, for every single person. And I really from the highest, from the deepest place within, chose to surrender. I chose to surrender anything and everything that's going on in my life right now, getting, you know, all of that I think I don't know to get my son into college, you know, my, my work here, my, my selling my home, like everything, I surrendered everything. And every day, if there is even a little teeny temptation, which there really has been almost none, to, to rethink or to go back, to hold on, I remember that I surrendered. Your willingness to surrender to God that which is God's. Your willingness to surrender to life that which is life's. To your willingness to, to not... The attached, it's okay, to figure it out and to give it to the intelligent universe. Then your load is lighter. Your load is meant to be light. You have a source greater than you are. If you and I are not utilizing this source, who's responsible? If you and I are not utilizing this source, who's responsible? I am. Right. It's consciousness first, consciousness always, then we're utilizing the law. 
treatment first, demonstration always. As above, as within, as above, as within. Yes. And remember this one. And you got to especially remember this one because I'm going to make this very pertinent in a couple of weeks. Remember this mantra? Ease and grace. Let's do that. Ease and grace. Ease and grace. And just do it a couple more times silently. There in that space, right there in that space, right now, right now, while you're listening to me, you can choose right now, live time to surrender. You get to choose right now in this moment to be willing to have your shoulders not be the place that your world is carried on. You get to let go right now you get to allow right now. So if you will, close your eyes if they're not already, if you're you're willing to. And let's slip into that sweet surrender of ease and grace, the sweet surrender of allowance, accepting our good and our greater good. And I'm requesting that every practitioner and intern in the room to please stand to hold the consciousness. So I know right now that there is this sweet, incredible place into which we each do surrender, allowing the presence, the power, the inspiration of God, of life, of energy, to enter our body temple, to enter our mind, to enter our soul inviting us to be harmoniously on board. Such beauty. So if you will, feel into the allowance. Feel into your open heart and declare deep in your being two things. Declare to be fully expressed, to allow spirit to show up as abundance, to show up as more, to show up as enough, to show up as, as, as richness and aliveness and beauty and joy and passion and compassion. And then be willing to surrender all of this activity to whatever you call that place within, the power within. So you have two actions. Letting go, and then total acceptance. And feel that activity. Feel that movement. Feel that allowance. And if you will, you can even just pull it into your heart space by moving your hands over your heart if you want to. Are you willing to accept your good and your greater good? Are you willing to be used and celebrated by spirit? Are you willing to be happy? 
Are you willing to be fully, fully expressed? Then I bless you on your journey. Let us see fullness, wholeness, enoughness in each other. Let us feel it, see it, allow it, accept it, express it, and multiply it right now. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful for the bounty that has been my life. I am so grateful for the bounty that has been your life. I am so grateful for the movement of intelligence through me. I am so grateful for the intelligence that put me right here, right now, in this moment, in this space, in this room with each of you. I am grateful for the food that I eat. I am grateful for the earth that I walk upon. I am grateful for my family, my friends, my life. I am grateful for everything that surrounds me, lifts me, loves me, and supports me. I am so grateful. And for this good and for this bounty, I simply say yes, I accept. And so please, together, let's, let's allow this word to be so as we gently release it, surrender it completely into the hands of the one, the one that knows. And so it is. So last week I asked a question of some of you, and I saw some hands go up when you said that you wanted to be in the choir. And yet I only saw one new, sweet, young, beautiful face, but one new face there today. So those of you who raised your hand, you have to come see Ty, especially if you want to be ready for the, for the holiday season and for all the times that you'll have an opportunity to sing between now and then. So make sure you see Ty. Let's see those hands again. Ty, take note. Okay, one, two, all right, here you go. We're sure going you... to hold the choir for like five minutes after service, so come join us. There you go. Okay, beautiful. So... Take your hands, which are just filled with such high energy right now. Surround them around your offering. Bless them. Don't crinkle that money no matter what amount it is. And yet I invite you to give to the level of your appreciation and valuing the center for the message that is given for the work that is being done. Let's bless it, increase it, and accept that increase. We bless the giver, we bless the gift, and we bless the act of giving for his one idea in the mind of God, and it is a good and glorious activity, and so it is. And so it is. I want